Hello, I'm Rick. I'm Sam. Chris. And have we got a show for you? All in person. All in person. In the same room, even. All together. We're staring right into each other's eyes <laughs> deeply. As as we pull back the bell. Oh, or eyes. Oh. You said eyes. Each other's never. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what, what we have on the docket today, uh, I, Chris is going to inform us about some Vince McMahon news. And uh, I guess Vince McMahon, which is this is surprising. He's not Ed McMahon's brother, right? I, I've never seen them together. Yeah. It doesn't mean they could be the same they person. Could, they could be. We've never seen them in the same yes. together. Yes. <laughs> you are. <laughs> It's funny is is that with Ed McMahon, um, I don't think of what Ed McMahon actually sounded like. I think of the Phil Hartman impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is kind of that's the only way I think of them too, to be honest with you. Oh. Yes, <laughs> you are correct. That's, that's the first George Bush. I don't think of him. I think of Dana Carvey. Not yeah. gonna die. Yeah, not gonna die. And proving at this juncture. Where the Saturday Night Live impressions <laughs> yeah. mean more to me than the actual people. I think I remember hearing Dana Carver was like, Yeah, like President Bush only like did it one time, only said, Not gonna do it. And yeah. then he's like, Thousand points of light. <laughs> and you know, really, and only people our age probably really yeah. get, get enjoyment out of, <laughs> out, of, out of that. So, but yeah. Oh, so Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. You don't know how happy I am that you know so little about this. <laughs> because I would love to mansplain this well, thing to you. Well, do tell. Okay. <laughs> so, a few years ago, a potential bombship uh, caused Vince McMahon to step down as chairman of WWE. Because before then, it was like, there was no chance. Right. No chance in hell. <laughs> uh, so uh, he stepped down. Um, the uh, Eventually, whatever internal investigation into possible misconduct, sexual misconduct, uh, kind of disappeared a little bit. He said he wanted to come back. The board of directors at that time, which included his daughter and son-in-law, Stephanie and Triple H, voted that they didn't want him back. And he had enough controlling shares of stock of the company that he put himself back in the thing. So then they sold everything to, T I think, TKO Sports is what it's called. They own the UFC. <clears throat> um, and he was there for that. On Monday, he rings the bell with The Rock on Wall Street and announcing the merger or whatever. And I think on Tuesday, uh, this the Wall Street Journal, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, the Wall Street Journal publishes an article explaining what it is. And let let, let me start at the beginning. Okay. Uh, apparently several years ago, because this was related to the first one. Several years ago, there was a woman living uh, in the building that he owned the penthouse of, who, um, the way I understand it, she... Uh, Parents had just died, I believe. She didn't have a job. The building manager said, maybe you could talk to Vince um, and set up a meeting between the, the two of them about her maybe working for WWE. 
She then states that he entered the meeting in his underwear only. Okay, so that was the way they started. But then I guess it was an okay discussion. Like, that was as weird as it got. And they talked for hours where he, uh, I don't want to say groomed her, but groomed her. And, uh, you know, talked about his life and how he saw whatever, and that he was going to make a position for her in the company. And so he did. And apparently everyone in that company knew that she wasn't really supposed to do any work. So she just had that. So now he begins demanding certain favors of her. So we'll keep it, we'll keep it relatively clean. Okay. And every time he breaks down a little, breaks her, her walls down a little bit, he gives her gifts. Like one time he makes her perform an act on him. So he gives her like $15,000 worth of gift cards. Um, and just over this time, so now she's afraid for her job and it gets worse and worse to the point of, oh, uh, him, I think, and the physical trainer, like taking turns holding her down while she's saying no in the office. Jeez. Uh, wow. Giving her out to other members of his, the executives, uh, including a guy named John, John Laurinaitis, uh, who uh, would have her every morning and he'd call it breakfast. Uh, and then we'll get to someone who hasn't actually been named, but they were discussing a contract in 2020 of a former UFC heavyweight champion. Um, there's not a lot of those in WWE. No, there's not. Um, where an unwritten part of his contract was that he would get her. Uh, but things didn't work out because of weather and stuff like that. Um, apparently, Vince McMahon's wife found out about this, and I don't, they don't. I don't think live together. I think they're separated, have been forever. But the, on the books, they're still married. And said, "You need to get this girl a non-disclosure that you need an NDA." So he signed an NDA with her for three million dollars. And as anyone would do in his position with so much damaging things against him, he paid her $1 million and then stopped payments. So that's how everything comes out. If he had paid the $3 million, I mean, it's an illegal NDA. Right, right, yeah. yeah. But some of the things that came out is defecating on her head because he oh thought it was funny. God. Jeez. Uh Causing internal bleeding from using certain objects on her that he named after WWE wrestlers. And she has texts. And she has evidence. And some of the texts, like apparently he would share pictures of her with everybody. It, it, it was just, it seems like it was a widespread, a lot of people knew about it. And the only nobody person, talked about it. Nobody talked about it. And the only person who's commented on it is John Laurinaitis, who, said, who now says that he was afraid for his job as well, and he was a victim in this. So he didn't say he didn't have her for breakfast right. every day. He just said that he was a victim. Wow. What a horrible human being. Right. Wow. Immediately steps down out of the WWE, probably forever. Uh, and so 
if a lady that was one time sexually assaulted by former President Trump gets $83 million, what does she get in the in the trial in the in the jury case? Yeah. Wow. Because it's not even like a he said, she said. He's got like profane, awful texts that she has from his phone. Wow. Saying that he gets to decide, decide who she sleeps with. You know, all this other stuff. Wow. Man, it got so bad that um, his son, Shane, like, like left the company. Yeah. Like, gone. And then Stephanie, she, um, she, like, stepped in. As, she had left the company. She had left the company. And when he first stepped down, she stepped in. She stepped in to, you know, kind of he's through and everything wasn't expecting him to come back and when he came back she left again yeah left again wow so his family at least knew that he was kind of messed up probably oh, maybe not everybody. maybe not all the yeah. details or anything. and mind you three months ago wow. he uh settled uh with an old um, female referee from the 80s mm-hmm. uh he settled a case uh, a rape case with her settled out of court wow for an undisclosed i think it's an undisclosed number um, and it's also come to light that there was a female wrestler named Ashley Mazzaro. Um, and at some point they went on an entertain the troops tour in the middle East. I think it was, don't quote me on that and where it was. And she was drugged by an army person. Like he gave her a shot of something. And, um, uh, she said she stayed awake for the whole thing, but couldn't move and was horribly assaulted and then reported it and they encouraged her not to say anything because of how it would look. Um that that's according to that. And since that time she killed herself. Oh my God, that's crazy. Wow. And if we go back far enough, we'll go back to Jimmy Superfly Snooka, who very likely may have murdered his wife. And it may have been covered up by Vince McMahon. Really? Holy yeah. crap. Not Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. There, There's, uh, that's some, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So life just told Vince, like, you're fired. <laughs> right. Austin, you can't kiss me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, r- realistically, like, how do they ever talk about him again on TV? Right, right. They, I, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, also, it's... like, recently I just seen, like, they, because uh, if you don't know, Cody Rhodes is is the big face for the WWE universe. Yeah. The American Nightmare. The yeah. American Nightmare. The son. The son. Of the American Dream. I have wined and dined yeah. with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. And and so he has won the World Rumble two years in a row. Now, the first time that has happened was what, 26 years ago or 30 years ago? It's wild. Yeah. Hogan was the first one. Hulk Hogan, well, that's a whole different nightmare right there, was the first to to win uh, back to back Royal Rumbles. Someone else won, too. Oh, uh, yeah. But he's the first. And 
I think Austin. it's Austin and I think Shawn Michaels. So so Cody's in that echelon of people. It is crazy. Wow, that is, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, do you remember Gold Dust? I do remember Gold Dust. It's Gold Dust's little brother. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, he was Stardust for a while and hated that, I think. Yeah. Um, and he just kept getting pushed down into the mid cards and he went and helped basically full bound AEW, AEW, an entire wrestling thing. And then they, you know, wooed him away and he came back and so popular. Like uh, I haven't seen anyone this popular since Robbie Daniel Bryan. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. So what am I saying about Cody Rhodes? Uh, I don't know. It, was, it might have, might, maybe we're going to bring up, you know, bringing in The Rock and all that stuff. But no, no, I wasn't yeah. going there, but we can. But he's, he's the face now. He's, yeah. he's the face. He's the, he's the, yeah, he's the, uh, yeah, if, if he doesn't win the title of wrestling, I will think about complaining. So, I mean, because <laughs> everybody's like, he, he deserves it. I'm just like, you guys kind of technically knew that they were trying to get the Rock and Roman Reigns uh, together to, to to battle WrestleMania. Like we, we kind of knew that, but so realistically, and I think they thought that it would be. I mean, why wouldn't the Rock coming back be the biggest thing ever? Like, yeah, uh, how huge how huge it would be. But the fans are so into Cody Rhodes that he comes out or the next day was at a house show. They show a video thing and the, and everybody starts chanting Rocky sucks. We want Cody. We want Cody trended on X as the number one trend for like over a day. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy that he's that, that popular. I wouldn't think. But also, I would like to mark this historical moment because this is the first time I've ever called Twitter X. Oh. I was going to say that too because when you said that, I was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> I think I was thinking, "Is it a whole other WWE thing?" I don't know. Uh, it's it's yeah. formerly known as Twitter. Formerly known as Twitter. The sinking ship, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So is he actually like Dusty Rhodes' brother? Or yeah. Is yeah, it that's, okay? That's Dustin that's Rhodes' brother. Dusty, Dusty Rhodes' son. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, okay. Dusty it. Rhodes. Oh, that's right. Because the, yeah, Dusty Rhodes, and then Gold Gold Dust was Dusty Rhodes' son. Dustin, yeah, he was yeah. Dusty's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. You son of a plumber. Son of a. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's pretty shocking uh, news. The details I knew. Yeah, I, uh, nothing to laugh about. I mean, no, I really no, can't, no, can't. Uh, no. It's it's, it's ab- absolutely horrible. It's, it's <laughs> insane. Yeah, that it went on as long as it did, and it one wonders how long it's really going. Right. Right. Because I don't think someone wakes up one day and decides to do that when they're right in their seventies. No, I think I think it's been happening even past the, like the whole Trish Stratus. I think or or or, or Sunny. I think that's more of a Sunny. oh yeah, Sunny. Yeah, you remember Sunny? Kind of. Yeah, that a lot of that stuff. I because I kind of stopped watching wrestling probably mid nineties. She was there in the middle. Okay, she's in prison now. Uh, she killed somebody. Else. Wow. Yeah, the uh, that that would you would think that must have been going on for some time. See, this is what happens with me yeah. wrestling. I like I watched it as a kid, and then I stopped watching it, and then I watched it as an adult a little bit, 
you know, the attitude era when it was like fun, like the rock and Austin and stuff like that. And then I would stop for a while. And then something big would happen. It would make me watch it again. And I'd begrudgingly watch it. Like after that, I'd begrudgingly watch it for a while. And then I wouldn't watch it for years. And then something interesting would happen. And now kind of interested for a moment. And that will I'm kind of more interested about all this crazy scandals now. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are into they're into Survivor Series and maybe WrestleMania, but they don't really. They usually go to bed when it's time for wrestling to come on. I will. This is this is. I will usually watch the Royal Rumble because it's the funniest. Yeah, the Rumble, it's yeah. the funniest one it's to me. I might watch WrestleMania, but it's two days now, so it's hit or miss on whether or not. WrestleMania is two days. WrestleMania is two days. Saturday. Wow. Saturday, yes, that's pretty crazy. Yes, <laughs> and. Uh, Well, I, it's a lot easier now because I have Peacock yep. and all this, all the pay per views are at Peacock. Yep. And you can stream live in there. So yep. it's easier. It is very and easy. WWE just made a deal with Netflix. I was just going to say, I thought they had made a deal with Netflix. Five billion dollars. Yeah. Which that, that's crazy. I would, I would, I would, I would get on their TV every Monday for, gosh, four billion. Yeah. <laughs> I would put on a two hour show to yeah. myself. I wrestle myself. Let's save a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two, that's twenty twenty five, correct? Yeah, I think so. So that means you have to have Netflix to watch Raw. Yeah. Right? That's crazy. I wonder. That's crazy. Do you think those things, those like those event things, will be more like will WrestleMania be like an add on? You have to pay more for wrestling. You don't right now. It's on Peacock. Oh, really? You don't? No, you don't. Yeah, Peacock. You can get the lowest thing on Peacock. Um, And that's what, like $6.99? I forget what it was. I got it for the info. Well, I shouldn't say I got it. My wife ordered it again, and they had a deal. So, Yeah, the only reason why I got it was because at the time, it was the, you get like for 30 days, and it was the, uh, the the movie there's a movie called The Best Man and then there's the uh, Best Man Christmas and then they had a series that came out ten years later on Peacock also exclusively on Peacock and my wife's like well we gotta watch it and so uh, part of of uh, Black Cinema and, and Black History let me say that the 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 best the best man series so. And then I was like, oh, we could get WrestleMania and all that stuff with it too for just paying this. All right, I go, I just paid yeah. five bucks at the time. It was like, all right, okay. this can't beat it. Like, what, what, right? Right, yeah. right, yeah. And then I can see Night Court. <laughs> yeah, well, you can watch that on regular. I know, it's it's too, but yeah. Have you watched the new Night Court? I have. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I did. Yeah, I watched one. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, yeah, it's okay. But that was Terry. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of it did kind of just make me sad that Harry's gone. Actually, is just... because when it came out, like he had just died, maybe. Yeah. 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 It wasn't he? Wasn't that long ago? The only one that's left is what is Ross, right? John Lorcan and John Lorcan. Yeah, because Richard Mole he passed, he passed away a while back too. Yeah. Yeah. Man. You know, you know, it's kind of crazy to me. This totally sh- shifts in gears here. Is how old Sting is? 
you know how old he is? He's 72. Wow. Right. I was like, because we were talking about Sting last night, and uh, I was like, yeah, I wonder how old is he? The singer or the wrestler? The singer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I, I knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew it was the singer. <laughs> <laughs> you and I were like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. is he talking about the wrestler? Yeah, no, it's the... <laughs> Well, oddly enough, when I did the Google search, both came. Yeah. But the best part of Sting the Wrestler is the many, many times that he has been in the audience with a, with a mask on of his painted face, and they take the mask off, and it's just his painted face. <laughs> He's 72 years old. That's, but but the, cra- the crazy thing is, is how good he still looks. Yeah, because uh, that's what kind of made us look up how old he is. Because it's it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it totally is. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, the bot looks good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true too. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Seventy-two uh, years old. Yeah, he, it was. Yeah. So we're in 2024. Hold on a second. So, what year was he born? Um, I forget exactly I what year it was. Uh, let me do. Let me see if I still have the search open. Just told me it was time to open. Okay. She found the bag of cold stuff that I was supposed to put away three hours ago. <laughs> he was born. October 2nd, 1951. How old is Glenn Danzig? I feel like you. Danzig's born like 55 or something. 55. Wow, that was impressive. That was was pretty good. Uh, So yeah, he's older than Glenn Danzig. Yet looks... He looks younger. Yeah. I mean, let, let's face it. He looks better than all three of us. <laughs> Sting? Yeah. <laughs> you can speak for yourself. Wow. Well, okay. Yes. Okay. But. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's it's, uh, it's people's it's, ages are crazy. Yeah. And, it's, then, it's, and then I just saw online a picture of Edith and Archie Bunker, and she was. In the picture 44 and he was 48 or something like that and, and I, they, they looked 185 years old right 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 and when you see pictures of the gold girls and how old they were right when the show I'm like the math is horrible that does that <laughs> how, how does that work like that but you know i think maybe oh but yeah isn't like, that crazy the, though the women who are their age back then, their age now is like yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, no, it's I don't I don't get it, I don't understand it. Yeah, it, no, it I I have the feeling people just age differently now, and it can't be because we're taking better care of ourselves. Yeah, no, it can't be. I don't know what maybe. I don't know. And I get it's like sometimes it's science, hair, style, but 
you know, at the same time. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, it's, it can it's, be. It's, yeah. It's, how old was how old were the Golden Girls when the started? Um, that. Uh, let me see. When did we start being like Joe Rogan and Sam with that? Well, we look at it. We'll be back right after this break. So, uh, let's see. Manscape. Did <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> feel like manscaping? <laughs> let's talk about NordVPN, shall we? <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. What about the dog shit? There's a lot of things that I can think of that automatically advertise on. <laughs> Oh my gosh, have you ever seen Conan O'Brien do that one ad oh. for the toilet? Uh, maybe, maybe. Gosh, it's so. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. Have you found it yet? Or are you looking as well, Sam? Oh, yeah. Your Google food is weak. Old yeah, it is. <laughs> That's why you gotta use Bing. My game. Riveting. It is. Uh, you know, we say we'll cut this out. Look, we'll, we'll, I looked for this long. Character was in the Golden Girl. I got it right. Dorothy was fifty-five. Okay, that's 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 Rose was fifty five, Blanche was fifty three. Oh wait, that's the age of the characters. But Sophia was not seventy nine. Who played a seventy nine year old Sophia? Rose Nyland was sixty three years old. You were looking for the actual the actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, well, here's a, just a, a range. They were in their... 62-year-old Astog played 79-year-old Sophia. 55-year-old Betty White was played a 63-year-old. 55-year-old B. Arthur played a 63-year-old. And 51-year-old Rue McClanahan played 53-year-old Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> what? Like... That's pretty crazy. Rue McClanahan is one year older than me when the Golden Girls started. That's pretty crazy. So what? So what? We're the conclusion we have to come to from this is we have to come out with a show called The Golden Guys. Yeah. Um, right. And then, and then that that might be already taken. As it maybe. <laughs> we throw people that are going to get married. Party. Oh, oh man, no? that couldn't. Could there's no way that could be no, misinterpreted in that, in that <laughs> any, any way. I mean, like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. How about um, we start a rug cleaning company locally? Okay. The Cleveland Steamers. 
the Cleveland Steamers. Get your carpet cleaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clean steamer. <laughs> <laughs> a nice jingle. It is. All right. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> so shall we move on to something maybe maybe a little more uplifting than than the Vince McMahon story? Oh. I like, mean, like the apocalypse, <laughs> right? <laughs> the uh, the greatest night in pop. Oh yes, I was I was trying to I was trying to segue, but you know here we are. Yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to even there. Yeah, even though Maybe. thing was not in that, I was still kind of like after the best thing. We probably shouldn't segue that one because yeah. there's no good way to. The kind of, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I guess, I guess not, yeah. I guess not. But uh, the gra- the greatest night in pop, though, I we all know the song. Yes, right? yes, I do know. Yeah, this. yeah. But here, hot take. I hated that song when it came out, and I still hate it to this day. Do you really? Yeah, really? you are an awful. Oh, person. I, Chris, an awful person. Chris, Chris, hated it. Hated it. I think I was in third okay, grade. Okay. Do you hate it thematically? Or no, do you I just think people should start musically. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't like it musically. Musically. Okay. So that 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 is acceptable, I suppose. So well, the greatest the, the greatest night in pop was a documentary uh, going over uh, the making of the song "We Are the World." <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Hated by Chris. Yeah, but uh, I have to say that, like, I didn't realize all of the behind-the-scenes things that had to go into play, right, to make that song a reality in 1985. Right, 1985. I would also like to say that in 1985 was a gigantic Michael Jackson fan, and he didn't like the world. I even had to beat a jacket. <laughs> did you really? I did. My God, I need to see shirts. <laughs> did you? Yeah. This is amazing. That is how much I love Michael Jackson. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So are we gonna give a synopsis? Because I don't think Chris has seen it. Yeah, yeah, let's give not seen it. We, All right. Go we, figure we, that I didn't we, watch that. You, even when we break this down, but do they I, have the music rights for that song? They do. But you also get the, not only do you get to hear the regular version of it, you hear various versions of the song. Various versions. So it's probably like your living nightmare, probably, as far yeah. as music goes. But it's really interesting, like, just hearing how the whole thing played out. So, so, so yeah. So how it started out is, uh, what was it, a year ago, um, a lot of the British and the uh, UK artists did uh, a song together a year ago, 1984. Not, not a year ago, like yeah, not 2023. No, yeah. Yeah. a year ago, the Bob Geldof song. Yes, the, the Bob Geldof uh, um, Band Aid. Yeah, Band Aid. Band Aid. So that that went off the year before, and so uh, musician slash uh, civil rights activist. Harry Belafonte, as you may know from the song of the Banana Boat. Dale. Dale. 
Um, had an idea. It's like, hey, you know what? There are people starving in Africa. Uh, That just happened there. Why don't we do something as as R&B singers and everything? So uh, he had kind of contacted Quincy Jones. uh, Hold on. He contacted, yeah, Quincy Jones and uh, Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson and came up with the idea, hey, I think we should. I also love Lionel Richie. Yeah. I, 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 I love Lionel Richie way more now after watching this talk. I, always I could of, not love Lionel Richie. <laughs> really? No. Uh, I, I, I actually, a friend of mine. We would drive around listening to Lionel Richie, not like purposely drive around just for the purpose of, but when we were going places, yeah. we would hit Lionel Richie and yeah. we just called him the Richie. The, the Richie. So wanted to put together, like, hey, we should do, we should do a song. We should, we should get some people together and, and do something to raise money for, for Africa, for the starving, uh, get food and money to them and everything. So, uh, uh, they asked Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie to write a song. Um, and, and that's what they came up with. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You know, Lionel Richie was just starting his solo career because as a lot of people know or not know, uh, he was a singer with the Commodores. It was also easy like Sunday. Yes. So he was starting, he was starting to get his groove values. He's like Sunday morning, um, all Hello. night long. Dancing on the ceiling. Dancing on the ceiling. Hello. So yeah. he was he was starting he he was starting his own his his singles career. And at this very time, he was also uh going to be the host of the American Music Awards. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, him and Michael had had talked and everything, and they were like, okay, we well, we'll got some time. Um to 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 put this together, we'll have months to put this together. Well, um, when they also wanted to try to get Stevie Wonder on, board. yeah, they wanted to get Stevie Wonder on yeah. board. They can't. They they they, they would contact Stevie like, hey, Stevie wanted to do this, and he's like, okay, okay, hey, you know, I, I can do that, but you know, Stevie never returned calls. Um, so <laughs> so. So, you know, so they're thinking they have some time, but, um, it was, it was pretty good. Though. <laughs> so, so, uh, oh, I can't remember his name now. The producer, um, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, there. yeah. So, so, um, so they're there, you know, so, um, Lionel Richie and, and um, Michael Jackson are trying to figure out, but they, they're kind of taking their time. And uh, meanwhile, one of the executives was like, hey, we should start, you know, we should see if Springsteen, the boss, wants to be part of this. And, and you know, they reached out and, you know, he's like, hey, if you guys can get it together, something, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come out. And so they're and, like, and he was just finishing his uh, born well, USA it's, tour. It's just like, yeah. yeah, so he's probably tired. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so, so their hands started spinning. Like, okay, well, if we could get Bruce Springsteen, we got Michael Jackson. 
maybe we get some of these other people. And they're like, well, logistically, how would we do this? Yeah. When would we do this? We yeah. got because we got to do this. And they're like, when will be the only time that all of these artists would be together? The American Music Awards, which was in six weeks. So they're like, hey, we have to have this thing done in six weeks. So they let Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson know, hey, we are going to need um, this song ready to go in, in about six weeks. And they're like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? Um, because uh, that's when we're all, we're going to be doing it right after the American Music Awards. Like, as soon as the awards are over, all these people are going to be coming to this studio or, or coming to a place and we're going to record this song and have it done. Yeah, like, and that's the thing that kind of like shocked me, too, was like that night. It was yeah. all done that night. That night. So they worked all night to do the song because they only had one shot at it. So Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. If they had six weeks, why did they only spend 25 minutes writing the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> well, the lyrics changed a little bit the, throughout, too. Yeah, really. Yeah. There was changing things. Oh, wow, how can you mess with perfection? <laughs> so they're like, whoa, this is this is this is what we got. So they're like, oh, okay. You you, you want us so so Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie are trying to get together. And they're they're trying to sing a song, and they're and meanwhile the executives are trying to get as many people as they can. So they're calling. They they have a billboard full of people on the wall. Like, okay, we want this person. We want this person. And the documentary talks about like how they went through picking who, what, and they even had a guy like, okay, we're gonna have Huey Lewis. Like, who's Huey? Who's Huey? Going to <laughs> That's really hard to say. Who <laughs> who's Huey going to stand next to sing? They're like, like, how are we going to set this up? So they're like, they had, like, so they had a guy who like listened to everyone's music and was like, okay, these two people can yeah. sing together. They great. pair well, yeah, they pair well, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's crazy how they were doing this. They're like, okay, we'll have this here. And at first, they're like, oh, we're just going to have people just walk into a booth and sing their part and walk out like, no, 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 no. We're going to have them all in one room. Seen them all seen live. It's all seen live. And like, that's when they do the video, the whole deal. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Like, so yeah, just, uh, so yeah. Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie finished the, like, and, and, and we have to have the demo done by this time in three weeks. So we can send it out to all the artists so they can listen to it. And then be able to come sing it. So they get all these people together. You got Kenny Rogers. You got uh, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. So there's a whole story behind Bob Dylan too, which is really it's it's pretty fascinating. Documentary. Yeah, it's it's a pretty fascinating. Doc. Something that I did, um, like Cindy Lauper. So here's my little spiel about Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper tells a story in the documentary where. Uh, I love Cindy. Yeah. Yeah. That's my least favorite Cindy. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. You are a killjoy today. <laughs> Give me a uh, true colors. Yeah. Give me time. Oh, yeah. Time after time. Oh, I'll catch you. I'll be wait then. So, 
The, 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 you know, we had Cindy Lauper right in. Right yeah, in I know. It's amazing. You can close, close your eyes. Stevie Wonder, did he? Did they get him? They did. Ray Charles. Yeah, Ray Charles. Diana Ross. Tina Turner. The joking between. Yeah. Between yeah, yeah, and then there was comments about the blind leading the blind. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty. It's pretty yeah. interesting. Well, it's it's, it's funny because <laughs> oh oh yeah, but 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 he show he showed up. Steve Wonder shows up at the recording because he was originally invited to help with the song. Yeah, so he's there. Be like, okay, I'm ready to make up the song. And like, no, Stevie, we are we already have the song. It's, it's too late. It's yeah, sorry. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. You're like, you're gonna go see one, but, you're gonna help us sing, you're gonna help with the music. Never, yeah, never, yeah, yeah. Never call back. Yeah. Never see yeah. <laughs> but that guy, the Stevie Wonder, though, is like is he's he's just seems like the coolest dude ever, I think. Yeah, but he he's he likes to talk. He does definitely likes to talk. Yeah. And he was ad libbing stuff. Came up with songs like on the fly. He was making like yeah. Yeah, wait, they did the the uh, for Harry, Harry Belafonte. It was like his birthday or something. Or no, he was getting there was some reason that they they um they they um they acknowledged that it was his idea. That that is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. So this, someone else, El Jabbar, El Jabbar was they started singing the banana song. Yeah. So everybody in there is singing the banana. And song. it's like That's, it's. Good. I'm it like, is. It's for them just doing it on a fly like that. Everybody in there going, "Hey, hey!" It's it's pretty cool. And then like uh, Stephen Wonder ad libbed ad lib some lyrics yeah. and talking about if you drink too much or something, you get a ride home from Ray and I. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, and then, yeah, 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 and then, and so so mind you, it, this documentary goes over how they had to maneuver because you have all these mega stars, yeah. and all their egos. And it is late at night. So, um, you know, Lionel Richie was in charge of making sure that everything ran because, you know, if one artist got disgruntled, then they would start rumblings. And so Lionel Richie would come over like, oh, you know, we're having a great time. And we're going to do the song. And, you know, I need you. I need you to focus and and get you going. So he kind of helped stroke the egos to not panic because apparently when these artists are not around or just around their peers and not around their publicists they have no idea what they're doing yeah yeah a lot of them were kind of like just moseying around talking to each other kind of like not really on like focusing on the task at hand but then they had they actually had bob geldoff come in and talk a little bit about it and bob geldoff gave this whole speech Right about like band aid, and it's like what you have now. You have this opportunity to write this. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, <laughs> no, he I, he did that too. I think. Yeah, that was another yeah. charity song. Yeah, no. I I think he did that too. But he he uh, no, he was just basically talking about how they had this opportunity to basically you know to help feed all these hungry people, and that's what they have to do. That to focus on the task at hand, and and then like with Lionel Richie and everybody getting orchestrating the whole thing. It's it's pretty. Did they end up making the song? No, unfortunately, wasted effort. Yeah, 
But so he got AI to make the song, and that's what we hear today. <laughs> but I wanted to focus on I wanted to focus on one of the parts of the story. Yeah. At the American Music Awards, the AMAs. The AMAs. I just can't act that abbreviation off the top. <laughs> they should hire him. No. <laughs> <laughs> walks up to Lionel Richie. Now, mind you, Ronald Richie has been been up quite a while, and he's the one who is hosting the show. And she's like, Well, I think I, I don't think I'm going, I'm going to make it. And and, and Lionel like, Well, why? Well, why? Boyfriend doesn't think it's going to be a hit. So she's talking about the demo. Now, mind you, the demo was sung by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. So we're talking about 1985. Yeah. Michael Jackson. I had sold a couple albums by then. Uh, yeah. yeah. A few. Yeah. And and so Lionel Lionel uh, convinces Cindy. I, I think I think you should go. I, I, I think you should you, you need to be here. I think it would be a grave mistake if you were not if you did not show up to to this to do this. So she ends up coming and, and, and doing this. And and my the lesson that I learned from here is that you have to make sure the people around you are in your best interest. Because if the boss and the king of pop Wants you to be there to sing a song. <laughs> you need to be there to sing a song. Wasn't he abusive too? Like in real life? I have no idea. Who's, who's, who's that? The boyfriend. That's the boyfriend. Oh, maybe. I think. Man. I think. You I know think what? He was an think, awful human being. I think you're right because I think I do remember that. Uh, uh, well, maybe this is all fabrication. <laughs> but, 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 I think right. you remember That's stories. That has been smooth. So it's the same ball. We saw his true poems yeah. after two. Yeah. Well, guess what? See, that's then there's the lesson right there. Yeah. So she she showed up. And at one point, um and Steve Perry was there. Yeah. He made yeah. the journey. Yeah, he made the journey. He made the journey. And uh, one of the mysteries still to this day. So they greeted with <laughs> they did. They did. And one of the mysteries to this day is he's just a small still, town boy. He's just a small town boy. <laughs> we still don't know why Danak was there. Right, right, right. You know what? The, I was blues brothers. Right. I was starting to think about this. Get that, but did he really sing? But yeah, yeah, oh, well, yeah. He couldn't make it. Yeah, I, and I think I think because like right around because I thought about yeah. I thought about I this too. Yeah, but I was like, but because Blues Brothers came out right around that time. Was pretty popular was in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I so I think I I think that's why. I don't know if that's for sure no, why, I, but I do. I think that I, mean, I do think that's it. I, I remember even now. I was like, uh, I mean, but I'm like, yeah, did he actually sing sing in Blues Brothers? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it worked. Yeah, they did tour for a little bit. Okay, so that was like okay. Yeah. I thought it was more of a Mighty Python thing. Yeah. No, I was I was. I remember watching the video as a kid, much later, whatever, realizing, hey, that's Dan Arthur. Why is Dan that critter? Yeah, I and I always thought that, too. I'm like, oh. it was more like a play. Yeah. Mighty Python thing, but oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. But, I mean, he wasn't the biggest musical act in the world or anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, the, thing, the one thing that's kind of surprised me about it, too, is Bob Dylan's part in it. Yeah. 
like uh like i like he like because that's you know normally how he sings it's not at all like how right yeah so like so like they they i kind of felt bad for him because they, like they had the microphone on him he didn't know what to do like he was like literally just like yeah and like so kind of times you know you know what they did or what ended up resolving it Stevie Wonder, I guess, is an excellent mimic. He sang the song, like, basically in Bob Dylan's voice to Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, this is how you should sing it. Yeah, he plays it. Yeah. He sings yeah. it. And then, and then Bob Dylan hears it. Mm-hmm. And I, like, in a, in a way, I'm, like, almost like, man, is that, would you interpret that as being insulting? Because, I mean, his voice, you know what I mean? Is it, but, like, it, holy, like, it's from Stevie Wonder. So, you know, no malice. He's, you know. The way yeah. Stevie Wonder is, but but uh, yeah, Bob Dylan heard it. He's like, Oh, that's what I gotta do, and then he goes and does his thing and finishes his part. It's pretty, that was pretty crazy. Huey Lewis was pretty fun throughout the thing, too, because the whole time he's like, Why am I even here? Right <laughs> now, you know, for for um, but at the time, Huey Lewis in the news was pretty huge, though. So, I know why he was there, but. New drug. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> so, and then, and then in and he was like, this is it? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> but you know what? He, he he couldn't be just a good old boy because the good old boy had to had to walk out. So Waylon, so Waylon Jennings. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, and they, and they, they, they have no harm. They have footage of him just walking out. And it's kind of like, because I, it seemed like the thing that um, kind of made him just like, a, like Stevie Wonder had the suggestion of singing, in singing parts of the song in Swahili. Mm. And, and Waylon Jennings is just like, oh. you see, he just walks out, walks out. And then the funny thing is, this is part of the love of Lionel Richie trying to keep everything in order because Stevie Wonder again, can talk, and it's like, we should sing it in Swahili, and and the people we, you know, sing in Swahili, and everyone's like, but they don't speak Swahili, and so they're starting to get into this whole what do they speak, and should we speak it in this way, and start going off track, and, and here comes Lionel Richie, hey, hey, everybody, let's get back together, let's, yeah. let's do this. He like yeah, says, that. he's like, mean. he's like, this song is for people in the U.S. to hear, it's not for them, it's for, so them, what I'm you know, hearing, so it's pretty, is the Lionel Richie is amazing, yeah. Lionel Richie <laughs> is the reason that we have the song here. And Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. to both of them. He is to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Michael Jackson pretty much wrote, wrote all the lyrics. Okay. Well, because because there's that footage of him just he's in the studio by himself just kind of singing. It's the second person that he's accused of. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow. Well, so at least I didn't say that's the worst thing he's ever been accused of. <laughs> so which which one is, is worse? We are the world or hands across America. Did you get did you guys participate in hands across America? No. You did it? Why would I? I did. Did you? Yeah. I was uh, we were in because uh, it went through boardman at the time. I remember remember distinctly because I we had Taco Bell. <laughs> and then, then went and did uh 
Hence Crossmer. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny though, because as far as I know, I think I'm the only person I know personally that's done hands across America. <laughs> because when I went back, went to school the next weekend, or next week after, after it was done, whatever, uh, I was like, hey, I did hands across America. You guys, what's hands across America? <laughs> I'm like, you didn't see the stuff on the news? It's like the big, big event. So, like, nobody, nobody I knew May participated. I ask you, you can't. I didn't get a shirt. No. How many people were fed because you went and held hands with strangers? Um, probably. I mean, I was fed because I had Taco Bell. I'm talking, about, <laughs> I'm talking about starving people. Starving people. I didn't do it at the time. I didn't and realize. You can't tell me it's to bring an awareness because it was the 80s. And uh, there was nonstop jokes about starving kids. This, Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. But when I did it at the age that I did it, um, I I didn't care about the starving people. That's quite frankly. I, I mean, well, I shouldn't say I didn't care about them. I didn't do Hands Across America for starving people. I did Hands Across America because I was like, I'm going to be part of a chain of people holding their hands across America. That's cool. They call those people sheep. Sheep, maybe. You were an eight-year-old sheep. That could be. Shepherded by people yeah. who were marketing starving. There's people. pictures of me somewhere. So hands across America. But the thing that made me sad, though, was finding Not out. the starving people. <laughs> well, I was starving people a little bit. But <laughs> a little sad. What was sadder, though? Is that the hands didn't go all the way across America? There's no, whole sections. People came to their senses and said, "This is no." Dumb. There's there's whole sections of people like in Arizona that it was too hot for them to stand outside. Come on, a section of Ohio where it, it didn't go. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. That's, that's <laughs> yes. What what like why didn't go all the way over here? Like, shouldn't, shouldn't the hands all come 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 to me? The hands should come to my door. Like, what about the time zones? <laughs> the time zone, yeah. <laughs> doing the same time. It's kind of like time travel. You started doing this. Yeah. Well, you know what? We did do that. We did. did we did do. It wasn't like this. It was more like this. It was like a wave. You know. But uh, yeah. When we when we did it, it was it, yeah California. Well, no, we did it like uh, it was. I think it was around noon time when we did it, so it'd be about nine a.m. Nine a.m. No, it must have been later. I don't know. I mean, because I had lunch at Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell should be paying us for this. <laughs> like, like if you're going from what Maine coming down, like how do you get to Florida and back to? Oh, I don't think it goes. It, it was. I think it was just a line. Yeah, it's, it's literally a line. <laughs> Ohio, like our part of Ohio, or well, probably. Went through Boardman. Went through Boardman, yeah. Which is I don't know where else it went through. Yeah, yeah. Some research. It's <laughs> a research about the hands across. Because uh, I think they, I think they tried to plan the route so it would make it all the way across. But uh, yeah, I do remember there being sections of like Arizona or where, where there's desert or whatever it is. And I think what they did was they had ribbons 
to kind of connect people again. But there were like I think there were actual points in time where I guess everybody was quote kind of connected in some way. And that's how COVID nineteen started. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's amazing you didn't spread diarrhea to the entire line with your taco with the dog at all. <laughs> well, I didn't finish the story. Didn't know. <laughs> I think Chipotle didn't exist. There's <laughs> long term. It's a lot. It's a lot. But uh, I, I, we, we, did we leave anything out of? Uh, no, I think I think we pretty co- much cover that. It's, pretty no, it's, it's a good documentary. You should watch it. It is. It is. It is very entertaining. It's uh, the the Sheila E thing. I guess that's pretty. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, they they Sheila E was there. They invited her. To be confused with Sheila Easton, which I always do in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And they're both like proteges of Ernst too, right? Yeah. So they her because you know she was Prince with with Prince and stuff, and you know she was having a good year, and they kind of was was kind of like dragging her along because they kept trying to think if they can get Prince to show up. Now Prince was in the city, um, so they kept calling Prince, and Prince wanted to have a guitar solo. Mm. And, and that would have been awesome and yeah. maybe save the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're like, we don't have time for it. Yeah. Uh, they're like, this is not that type of song. Not that type of song. <laughs> yeah. And and those of us who know Prince, uh, Prince don't sing hooks. That was before, you know, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott don't sing hook, hooks either. He's not going to just sing hooks, so Prince don't sing hooks. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's got, I don't think he, you know, he doesn't want to play second fiddle to anybody, I think, either, you know, that type of thing. So it would have been cool if he was on it though, but yeah, it would have been cool if they gave him guitar solo. Yeah. Rather than some, <laughs> some weird 70 dots. I think I think he saved his guitar solo for the uh the rock and roll hall of fame. That is amazing. It is amazing. He saved it for that, and it was worth it because that was pretty amazing guitar solo. It's like he even knew how good he was because you just like Done. He just sets it down. He just turns around and walks. He threw it up. That's right. He does throw it up. But he turns around and just walks away. Yeah. There was a moment where he looks over, I think, at Tom Petty, and you can just see in his face going, watch this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. Oh, so So there's no Kenta guitar. It just goes to the ground. Yeah, like a guitar tech. He threw it up in the air and it kind of went in front of him. And and, but the camera had kind of gone away. So it looked like like the guitar maybe never fell. Maybe it's still in the air. Yeah, it's suspended in orbit forever. Yeah, yeah. Petty. All right, but yeah, that that pretty much covers her. But yeah, but she that yeah, she thought that uh, she felt that the only reason she was there was maybe to to hook Prince in the coming. But I guess Prince and Michael Jackson were like the two biggest. Yeah. Pops. Well, yeah. Time. They were probably like, come sing on our song. And he was like, sometimes it snows in January. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I miss Prince. That's <laughs> pretty fantastic. He is, yeah. Check it out on Netflix. Yes, sir. Maybe <laughs> a different soundtrack. All right. Well, uh, two things, yeah. just as things have come. 
Uh, it shocked me that Bob Geldof was involved with charity because the first time I was introduced to him was in Pink Floyd the Wall. <laughs> oh, played Pink. Oh, oh, so, yeah, yeah. So that was one. And two, how awesome was the Star Wars commercial where they, they were doing hello and they modeled uh, Lionel Richie's head out of Starbursts? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, you ever seen that? It's one of the best commercials I've really? ever seen. And maybe it's just because I love Lionel Richie so much. Because they're making fun of. I need to make notes. So, I need to do because in the video, a blind woman is is making a sculpture of Lionel Richie's hand. It's he like really hates. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't really look like him. But neither did the statue in the actual video. Yeah. So um, there was something else that I said that you needed to see. Paul notes were there too. Yeah, all those were there. Yeah. My wife was like, who's, who's the guy with the beard? Oh, the mustache. Oh, that's, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I ever show you my phone? No. Little thing? Let me see. I don't know if it still exists. I think it does. It's great for a podcast. Yeah, it is. Well, um, well, well, you can call <laughs> all notes. <laughs> You hear they're they're like fighting over uh, royalty rights to songs and stuff like that now. Oh, both of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's a pretty recent legal thing, I believe, because I at least I heard about it recently. At least I'll say that. I know, right? It's a restraining order over Oates and selling his music, or vice yeah. versa, something like that. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel, they, 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 they off and on hated each other for. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they would, they would at least like pre-warn them. I mean, like, like, see what happened to us, and now it's going to happen to you. Have you ever heard Garfunkel and Oates? Mm-hmm. Is that a real thing, or yeah, is that like an internet thing? So it's it's two female comedians. Yeah, oh, I think I've seen. Are they on the? Been on the Big Bang Theory, right? Once I don't care. Because the only thing I dislike more than we are the world is the Big Bang Theory. I don't no, I don't hate the Big Bang Theory. I just don't like it. Um, but I I don't remember. She has, she has, does the one have black hair and yes. Okay. And the other one's a tall blonde. Yes. Yes, then then they have been. Yes. They have a song. One of the raunchiest songs I've ever heard. So funny, <laughs> so so raunchy. I don't even want to talk about. It. It's called like cops and bull or something like that. Wow. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Google that uh, after we're done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't say. Yep. Anywho, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, sirree. So, uh, charity and butt stuff. That's, charity and butt stuff. That's what this that's, 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 uh, it's, uh, you know, is, but isn't everything? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Sam, you want to talk about Sabretooth Wars? Speaking of butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of butt stuff. Sam. So, 
<laughs> section of our comic book yeah, podcast. Imagine that. <laughs> well, there's the, um, uh, Sabretooth War has started uh, in the Wolverine uh, comic series uh, from, from Marvel. Uh, started with Wolverine issue number 40, uh, where Sabretooth is uh, coming for revenge. Because if you've been reading the House of X and the Fall of X, you would know that when uh, uh, Sabretooth was on the, the new country slash place called Koa, Koa if I'm saying that Krakoa. right. Right, Krakoa, I think. Krakoa. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, when there were mutants who did not uh shared the same dream of mutants co-living society co-living together in harmony and, and not trying to kill each other they were sent to the pit and as you know Sabretooth it, he was it, tossed down into the pit he, yeah. he was dragged into the pit and his last words as he's being dragged was I am going to get revenge and I'm going to kill you all well Fall of X, the Hellfire Gala has happened. Things are going awry, and the X-Men and mutants are scattered everywhere. Some of them are, a lot of them are dead. A lot of them are scattered, and Sabretooth is out. And it happens to coincide with the supposedly birthday of Logan slash Wolverine. So... You know, Sabretooth's favorite punching bag around Wolverine's birthday is Wolverine. And so Sabretooth has uh, gotten uh, help from different variants of himself in different parts of the universe. And they are there to destroy everything and everyone Wolverine ever loves. So again, it starts in Wolverine 40. They already have killed uh, his Wolverine son, Duncan, Darkin, D-R-A-K-E-N, and a lot of other people. And um, <laughs> in 41, they really beat up Wolverine and take aluminum uh, cables and basically tie him up. His arms basically has him crucified, like uh, in uh, the X Men with the cables, and it is gruesome because these saber are killing all these mutants that Wolverine and some of the other X Men, X Force have been um, kind of hiding and starting to fight back against those who destroyed the Hill Fire Gala, and it is a bloody mess. It's so bloody that Wolverine had to literally cut off his arm uh, to get through and, and get and cut off his leg to to get down from the from the cables, and it's a, it's a bloody mess. So, yeah. A logistical question. <laughs> yes. Is it another answer? Uh, this because I don't I, I don't read so much anymore because I'm married and. Doesn't support. Um, <laughs> well, still have an adamantium skeleton. He does. So if he cuts off his arm, how does that regrow the adamantium? 
Uh, but as he cuts off the like the part, fleshy part, the fleshy part, even and he slips through and it starts. You've answered my question. Yes. So it's like that, like at the risk or something like that. But yeah, just slips through. And it's. I know this is like a thing. Uh, I think they need to retcon his bone claw things. I hate that part about when when they did that with Wolverine. You don't like his bone claw? No. Why not? Well. Because way before they revealed that bone claw idea, mm-hmm. like they there was there was like one of those Marvel Universe schematic things or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where they actually showed like the adamantium scales, and they showed the claws inside of his arm, like, and they they looked mechanical, and they, they basically I think go as far as to say that they were mechanical, and then um, I remember. One, I think it was the it was the classic X Men, and like Wolverine didn't realize. I think he didn't have his costume, so he didn't realize that his claws came out of his hand. He thought it was part of the costume. It was like, it was, or someone thought it was part mm-hmm. of the costume, and it's like, oh, those actually come out of your hand. <laughs> yeah, and see, I, I think it, it. I think it just sounds. I think the idea that like maybe they were part of the whole Weapon X thing. Like, you know, they did all kinds of experiments yeah. and tests on them. I think it's cooler and a, a cooler idea that, well, hey, they were implanted into him as part of one of the experiments that they did. Yeah, and I think, you know, and I think at that time, even he thought that was the case. Yeah. But then, like, because they even talk about how it hurts every time he uses them. Mm-hmm. And if he's supposed to be a mutant that evolved into whatever, you know, you think an evolution would not be oh I have bone claws that hurt every time I every time they come out. It just seems kind of I don't know. I just I just don't like it. I think it's dumb. Yeah. As opposed to those natural evolutions like observing cosmic radiation creating plasma. Right. Right. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> well maybe it's like it was like in your ears pierced. You you have to make sure your ears pierced, or else you know your whole clothes. But like the like the bone claws. I mean, at least most of the times that I saw them depicted, they they just look like bones coming out. So like, I'm not sure. Yeah, and they're just pointy. they're pointy, yeah, but they're not like you know they're not like blades. No, they're pointy. Yeah, they're pointy. Cat's claws. Yeah, or like a yeah, yeah, but they're, they're not. Pointy. But they don't even look pointy like cat's claws. They just look like that's the artist's fault. Yeah, I mean it could be, it could be the artist artist depiction. But well, did he have? I will, however, say that the adamantium claws do not look the same size as the bone claws. See, that's my the problem. Bone claws too. are round. Yeah. The adamantium claws. Yeah, so it doesn't that doesn't make sense either to me because the you know. The adamantium claws are blades, right? Well, you're, you're probably because now more recently they look more like like the bone claws, but you're probably looking at them as before. Yeah, when they introduced them, like every everything that was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I, I care one way or the other. That was right whenever I was yeah. taking a break. I don't like that they revealed his origin too. I don't like that either. Which 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 yeah. origin? <laughs> I know, but like, well, I guess just like when they revealed his real name and all that kind of like, it's it's I've, it, the mystique of the character was like the draw to me when I was a kid. Like, you didn't know who he was. He didn't. 
you know, all these. And I liked it better when they only used three colors. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. I prefer the dot matrix color. (laughs) (laughs) These fancy computer programs. Oh, in atomic boots. After Deadpool 3 comes out, uh, Rob Lakefield is going to is he is he drawing Deadpool? Is he doing a Deadpool comic now? Yeah, is he? Oh, okay. Fact. Yeah. In nineteen ninety-five. Nineteen ninety-five. He retired from drawing feet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He still draws pouches. Though. Pouches everywhere. Pouches. Everywhere. Yeah. Are things still spiky? A little, spiky. a little spiky. I watched a great documentary. Documentary on YouTube channel where they talked about Rob Layfield, and it was it was utterly interesting. I mean, it was really fascinating talking about his art style and how it developed and how it could have developed into something else, um, and the kind of wars that he had with McFarland and stuff like that. It's really interesting. I, I've, I've seen something similar. It's, it's really weird that I can't remember the name of the channel. This dude came out with a channel and he talks about comic books and he's only made like seven episodes and they, they I he came out of nowhere and they look professionally done. Huh. They look, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. So according to the Hollywood Reporter, Deadpool creator Rob Layfield says goodbye to Marvel. I'm a little sad, but retiring on my own terms. Which means he made enough money. Yeah, the hardest. I'm retiring on my own terms. The terms was they told me I had to leave. Walking away, for all the crazy stuff that said to hit on the big screen with Summer's Deadpool. Yeah, cashing all those big Deadpool checks, probably. Dude, you know how much he charges for a simple sketch. Uh, it's probably outrageous. Yeah, it's it's it, for him to do a Deadpool remark is hundreds of dollars, and a remark takes him five minutes. Yeah, you're not Jim Lee. <laughs> oh gosh, Jim Lee's so expensive. Out bucket list own piece of art. He was actually in, in Cincinnati or going to be in Cincinnati. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. But it was it was really expensive, and he didn't get it drawn. Autographs. All right. So I think we have one, uh, maybe one last thing to talk about, maybe a little bit. Sure. Masters of the Universe Revolution. All right. Even, even. So Netflix, we yeah. check it out. Yes. It's, uh, I, you know what? I, I, Basically binged it last night. Okay, and uh, I wasn't intending on binging it. I was just like, "Oh, I'm going to start watching this," and I was so intrigued and I enjoyed the story so much I had to finish it. I see. Okay. So I, yeah. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I so, I, I did too. I think uh, Mark Hamill's Skeletor has. Gotten better and then has its own voice. Yeah, not I, Joe Early. The, the shoot. 
Should we spoil? Uh, well, that's up to you. Do you do you spoilers? Is it is it okay if we mention any details? Chris has not seen this. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you're fine. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure because because there's two pop culture icons. You might that, be waiting 15 years before I okay. watch it. There's two names I'm going to say. All right, before he says them, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Boom, there you go. All right, good. William Shatner. Okay. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's already in it. Yeah. But the cool thing, and this is the spoiler, William Shatner does the voice of this character called Keldor. Okay. Keldor is basically Skeletor before Skeletor. Okay. So William Shatner plays a character that eventually evolves into Mark Hamill. Okay. So that's like the total perfect medium of Star Trek and Star Wars. And one character. Now, can... Does it blow your mind? It, blow, <laughs> it blows. My mind. <laughs> it blows. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, okay. I got to ask you. I got to ask you. So did you not know Keldor was Skeletor? I kind of didn't know. I kind of didn't. Know. Okay, I was about to say because I knew I already knew. Yeah, that. yeah, because because like, I think that was actually like done in like right, some so, of the yeah. previous cartoons or something. Keldor. Yeah. Become Skeletor. Yeah, yeah. Keldor becomes Skeletor. Keldor have a face. He yeah. does. Sometimes he loses his face. He gets melted off. Yeah, depending on which series. You play. Yeah. yeah. The first time he listened to "We Are the World." Face yeah, he's he, he's working with uh in in this in this iteration he, he's working with Hordak, yeah, and uh, Hordak tricks him into grabbing the Havoc staff, and the Havoc staff kind of like imbues him with Havoc magic, which causes him to have his face melt off. And and what causes his voice to change? The darkness. The darkness. What British band? Yes, they believed in a thing called love. They believed in a thing called love. And he's also the brother of Team uh, Randor. Keldor is the brother. Keldor is yeah. Keldor is so. Keldor, Keldor is is the brother is he man uncle. Yeah, I don't know. Does that blow your mind? It does. Yeah, it makes the and things Keldor, Keldor is, not seem Keldor, so bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, sort of. <laughs> never did anything. The. Uh, Keldor, uh, his skin's blue. He's like Skeletors. He's like a different race, I guess. Yeah. Right? It was uh, what they call him, the Gar. I think the Gar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was he half brother or something? Yeah, I guess that uh, King Randor's dad got busy with uh, somebody. It seemed that way, anyways. Yeah, the Froster. I kind think, of. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, I think it may have probably first wife and he had died or whatever. Something uh, like that, yeah. Isn't Gar a type of fish? Maybe. Maybe. But Keldor got sent away. Maybe Merman's related. Maybe. That could be. Merman. Because it's 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 kind of interesting how they kind of had these different relations. So you know who else is in it? Gweldor. You know, Gweldor's Orko. 
Oh he's, no! It's very close. It's close. These because they couldn't do Orko in live action when they made the Dolph Lundgren movie. They had that weird little elf dude, Weldor. Oh, I don't remember the live action. Oh, you don't remember the live? You don't remember it? I don't know. I think I finished it as a kid. What? Yeah. Not even the that because yeah, man, come on. That movie's not good, but it's entertaining. I mean. Because Courtney Cox peaked in Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll say 30 Miles to Graceland, that's what she be. <laughs> uh, no, wasn't she in Family Ties? She was in Family Ties, yes. She was, yeah. She, wasn't she like Michael Keaton's uh, Alex P. Keaton? Yes. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was his dad. Was that Michael Keaton? No, Michael Keaton is Batman. Yes. <laughs> that one to put that together? Yeah. Wow. Or Birdman. Or Birdman. Or Birdman. Yeah. Or, 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 Vulture. Just or Vulture. the Vulture. That's true. Or Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. Or Jack Frost. <laughs> or Mr. Mom. Or Mr. Mom. <laughs> clean sober. Now. Something, yeah. Maybe. He's clean sober. Maybe he's working night shift. Oh, man. Yeah. I think we've run out, run out of it. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. It came from the 80s. This one it involved the part factory. Oh, I know what you're talking about, too. I have whatever it's probably. So it's probably 80s racist. And it probably is, yeah. And then he was a bad guy, like in a hospital. He was. Yeah. It was him and uh, what's his face? Uh, the Spag actor was in uh, Miss Congeniality, Ben, and, and he was also in Demolition Man with Benjamin. Oh, Brad? Yeah, Benjamin Brad. No, what's it Benjamin Brad? He was in Jackie Brown, too. Yeah, he was in Jackie Brown. Yeah. That wasn't Benjamin Brad. It was, it was the. Uh, uh, what was Michael Jake's? What was Michael J. Fox's uh, dad's name on Family Pass? Michael Gross was acting dead. And then again. Alex P. Keaton's dad. Not Alex Peyton's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Alex Peyton is. Hey, but his uncle, his uncle was Tom Hanks. That's right. And he drank vanilla yeah. extract. <laughs> All right, right. He did. He, he had a he was not clean and sober. <laughs> Speaking of Will Wheaton, he was uh, Alex P. Keaton's sister's crush boyfriend who died. Stephen Keaton. Stephen. Stephen. What would we do? We, yeah. The actor's name was Michael Brooks. It was. I do remember that. Oh, and Tremors. Tremors. Meredith, Meredith Baxter Bernie. Really liked uh, Justine Baden. Ah, yeah. She was. I, I I enjoyed her more than Tina Yothers. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to Yeah, I wanted to go back. I'm just talking that I can remember all these names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you remember what her character's name was? Any other characters? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Alex P. Keaton. Yeah. See, that's why I can't remember. Is it Mallory? Mallory. Mallory was Justine Baby. Justine Baby yeah. was Mallory. Nobody remembers Tina Yothers. <laughs> Not even her character. 
because there's there's been the son. Oh, that's Jennifer. Right. Jennifer. 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 Yeah. So Andy was the son. Andy. Andy, Andy yeah. was this. I. Uh, he aged a lot in the year. He did. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, they that was their song, right? What we do, Lola. Yeah, what we do without us. Yeah. And there was a there ain't no nothing. We can't love each other. That's right. I you know what? I have not seen Family Fascinal. I don't have any. Yeah. I wonder if it holds up at all. Sure. I'm surprised we remember as much about the show I we do this sheer amount of stupid sitcom knowledge that's going yeah. close around my head what, what growing pains yeah like how does how does that theme song go um let's see hold on okay show me that's yeah yeah <laughs> <It's>, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember the one family episode two where Alex is he's he's hooked on speed. Yeah, yeah. Chairs sliding room. Right, right. That's, that's the image of my head too. Slide around. Sure. And uh, I remember there was a episode where he I forget where he falls in love with the girlfriend. It's his wife in real life. Oh, really? Uh, and there's what's that song? Uh, the what did you think? I would say uh, this one. Oh yeah, what would you think? they were dancing to that song. It was the first time I ever heard that song. Huh. But yeah, no, the sheer amount of of, of or, like the amount of sitcoms that I watch because I watch TV all the time, even when I was doing something else, and I only have thirteen channels because I didn't have cable. Yeah. So it was I have stupid sitcom knowledge of things that aren't even from my era. Do you, do you remember when Alex sold his dad's stocks in Apple? No. Yeah, I remember. That's that's when I first understood the whole concept of exactly. of stocks. Well, yeah. And that Apple had stock. I would watch it was eight. Gary Gonzalez, Bewitched. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah all this yeah. old stuff that they would show in syndication. Andy Griffith. Um, yeah. Dick Van Dyke show. That's all we did though back then too. Those like there were just reruns. Yeah. Over and over again. And then I have Brady Bunch. Yeah. Brady Bunch. I even forced myself to watch Eight is Enough just to get through that half hour or whatever to watch the next show. Eight is Enough was not a kid friendly show. No. It was it was not. I watched it. Yeah. But I liked Adam Rich. Remember his name. I have not thought about that since 1978. Do you know who else hasn't thought about Rich since 1978? Who? E Man. E that's right. Because that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Good segue, Sam. Good segue. Yeah, these revelations. <laughs> these revelations. <laughs> these revelations. But uh, it's I I I liked it a lot. I uh, do too. Yeah. But you know what I thought about as I was watching it, especially 
you know, when 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 E Man and Tila were were coming together. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Kind of, kind of literally, kind of, kind of, it kind of, yeah, it was, there's some, there's some, the robot chicken episode where, what, what about the, what about the line where Evelyn tells Tila that she's the one that raises He-Man's loincloth? Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> everyone's like, when are you guys gonna actually, you know, do something? Like everyone knows, but we're both busy. even even his dad's like, dude, when are you gonna hit that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's 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 uh I, I would say this though, like like even like I was imagine that I, 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 I was surprised at how heartfelt a lot of it was, though. Yeah. Like the whole thing with uh, He Man's Prince Adam's dad, like passes away early on. Yeah, and it's pretty. Yeah, 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 and it's pretty. It's pretty heartfelt. It's pretty, pretty cool how they handle the whole thing. But is it just me, or is it like Prince Adam? Throughout the series, hasn't grown, but like his parents have gotten older. Even yeah. Tila has gotten like yeah. taller and older. And <laughs> yeah, like, he's he's just like a skinny, wimpy like dude, just, kind of. Yeah, you know why? The power of school and the growth. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, dude, you still haven't like grown. If you're like you're like Shazam, you haven't grown him into your. Wait, so he's does he become king Adam? He does. He does. Yeah. It's uh, because then he has a choice to make whether he wants to continue being the hero He Man or to be King Adam, and then Keller pops in, hmm. and you know he's he's assuming at first Keller is a it's the long lost uncle that he got yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he is yeah, but also he didn't realize that he's hmm. so. Yeah. So the thing I did wanted to to you know oh, yeah. the horde comes and invades and 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 Skeletor is part of uh, Mother Box and he's part of the horde and they invade and fight and everything and uh, Skeletor defeats Horde uh, Hordak and he man defeats Skeletor and and everything and Hordak retreats and someone like. Hordak is in like a recovery chamber or whatever, trying to get better. And one of his generals walks up to a little bitch says, you know, we'll get our revenge. And it's a female voice. And um, if you know the story of She-Ra, then you know it's it's blind that it's She-Ra. Because she was an agent of Hordak or she developed it. Was she? Yeah, you didn't know that? Is that like, and here's, is that from the new Shira? No, that's that's original. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, oh, I don't, re- because, I don't remember that. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing that I, I never understood even as a kid. Shira and uh, Prince Adam and Shira are twins. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. My thing is, no one has ever mentioned to 
Adam that I had know. a sister. Yeah, because she disappeared or whatever early on. So I want to yeah. see how they do this. But yeah, but so in the original, she was a, a general in Hordak's army and she rebelled. Oh, see, I don't and, I don't remember that. And, she, wow. and then she realized she became she. And so in the Christmas special, that's when they find out because their swords are twins. Yeah, and they match and all that kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And they found out that they're saying, I'm like, so, and it never made sense to me. Like, so you need to tell me your parents never told you or no one in the keynote was like, hey, you had a sister that either, like, Kordak stole She-Ra from them. So it's like, did, did it ever, like, show that Kordak got blown up or they never seen Kordak again? Or, like, how yeah, they they're gonna, not, yeah, I wonder how they're going to reveal spin that. that. Yeah, I don't know. That's a question because I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember this in the cartoon. Like they always show Skeletor with his staff. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember him having the purple sword in the cartoon. I don't think he ever did. And in fact, I think the only time because you know the swords yeah. combined together, you know, Skeletor sword and He-Man sword, like in the toys, they they yeah. combine together. But then, like, kind of in the show, it was, was kind of yeah. She-Ra's and and He-Man sword combined together. The yeah, I've, I've seen. So yeah, it's kind of. I think I've seen the sword one time in the, the cartoon, but he mostly had the staff. But I've seen the sword one time. Yeah. He he man has the axe in this. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. That's the like the late eighties. Yeah, he has the battle the the, the battle armor he man where where, where it slips with the which I never understood that in the in this cartoon when I seen it, I was like what what did it <laughs> yeah yeah like it repaired itself or something yeah it's kind of but I like those deep dives that they're because they're like pulling all the characters from yes they even had like uh those rock people. Those the bolt, what were they? I don't even remember what they were called in the actual yeah, he he, he stone master. stone star or something. I think yeah, he was the master of the universe. I remember him. Yeah, yeah, because I I had a significant amount of human. Figures. I had a fair. Yeah. I call it significant. I don't think I had anything all my other friends. Really? No, I was more. I was more transformer than GI Joe. Oh, I die. I had. I had G.I. Joe and Transformers. I had a lot. Yeah. Oh, friend, was a really I had a lot of G.I. <laughs> Joe, too. Hmm? I, I had a lot of G.I. Joe. <laughs> I don't know if you're upset because it's you don't have it anymore, or if you're regretting the decisions you made with servicemen. Wow. Well... That's, that's or a combination. A, if, yeah, it could be a combination of the two. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, no, I had I had a a pretty decent amount of masters. I think he even still collected them after they got really weird for a little bit. Uh, they got they got pretty weird, and that's what I kind of like about this is that they are adding like some of the like the rock people were kind of weird. That was towards I think later later on. I can't wait to um, to the the. the what the purple He Man? The oh, Vagor. Vagor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's <laughs> you'd think Vagor would actually just be He Man repackaged. Right. Yeah. But they, they actually had Zodak in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I like I don't think he was ever even in Does the that have a Cobra guy that sprayed water. They did not yet, no. but that. But I was going to say, 
because there was all the they had that King Hiss mm-hmm. character too. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Like he man knowledge might be a little bit too yeah. nerdy. But uh this, this Serpent Staff, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I wonder if he's gonna come I probably later, yeah, later, because yeah. the the series before focused it on the Cobra Khan was that guy's name. Cobra Khan, yeah. yeah. The the Serpent People, the series several years ago before that the, the human series before kind they of had it did they yeah. i heard that the new gi joe comic made cobra law canon did they yeah that's interesting yeah they did like a uh origin issue on origin series in cobra commander did you know like i i, I like started following some facebook group of gi joe the the comic, the original Marvel comic one. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I used to love that. Yeah, I did too. I, then, I had a subscription and it would come did you really? it would come in the mail in various shapes and forms. Oh and no. Brown, it was brown covered brown, but the ends weren't like brown paper. Yeah. And sometimes it would rain on it and stuff. Oh. But I've got I've I've got fair. Do you because I because I Stuff for some reason, I think because I relied like on the local drugstores at that time to get the comics to get through the day, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) His name was Bob, (laughs) but uh, it's something stuff, yeah, yeah. But uh, so like at one point, I think they stopped getting the G.I. Joe comics in, so like I just kind of naturally kind of stopped, right? I know it's so horrible. I would collect in a mini series and they just randomly wouldn't get issue four, yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. Makes me so mad. There was, yeah, so so I never like continued on, but like, did you know they they killed Serpentor? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know they killed him in the comp. Yeah. Zart, Zartan. Yeah, Zartan shoots an arrow at him. Yep. In the head. Shot him right in the eyes. Yeah. I don't remember them. Yep. I. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, man. That's no, there crazy. was a point where I just. Zartan was murking everybody. He was. Yeah, because he did, killed the hard master, too. Yeah. Yeah. Any friend that on Storm Shadow? Yeah, and that caused the huge rift between the yep. shadows. Yeah, I haven't thought about those in a while. I know that's 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 what's kind of fun about being a part of this group. So then go by the fun. Oh yeah, I remember that issue. Like people are just randomly posting like like screenshots of pages and stuff. One was drawn by Tom Brown. Yeah, yeah. See, that was I think that was one of the last ones I got. I kept going after that. Uh, I got Transformers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, With a special guest appearance by Spider Man. Right, right. And Black Costume Man. Yeah, yeah. I used to collect Transformers pretty regularly, too. And then then I stopped. And and then when when I knew the series was ending, I bought like the last three issues or whatever. I collected them for a while i don't remember because it started out as limited series and just right continued. yeah and that's what's cool about the last issues so i think it's like issue 81 or some weird number or something that says on it on the cover it says issue 81 of a four issue limited series yeah. and i'm like ah oh, i didn't get it that first cover yeah yeah <laughs> 
Sienkiewicz. I think so. I think so. That cover I love, and I also love. It might have been issue number five, where it's got a shockwave on the cover. Oh, it says "Are all dead?" Yeah, that, yeah. That's such a good cover. That is a good cover. That is a good cover. I think we did too. Yeah, we. I think uh, last thing I guess we'll say about Master Universal Revolution is it was. You liked it? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hey, Pila finally made out. <laughs> yeah. Looks as though. All thanks to Lionel Richie. All thanks Michael to Jackson. Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson. Yeah. And William Shatner and Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. And they, see, they showed their true color. Yes. Shining through. And they had the power of love. Yeah. Like Huey Lewis. Exactly. That's that. And they were dancing on the suit. Yeah. That is synchronicity. That was the other thing. The Starburst commercial. <laughs> synchronicity? That was the other, no, that was the other oh. thing I was going to show you. Oh, okay. okay. And now you see how much that I have ADHD. There you go. You're seeing it in effect. <laughs> <laughs> so with All this right. podcast, you can listen to on Google Play or anywhere, Apple Play or anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Help you with your ADHD, APB, OPP. I'm down with OPP. Yeah, yeah you know me. Exactly. So check us out on our website at polymerations.com and our social media platforms. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I got it.